Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. All right, welcome everybody to Kingdom Talks. We've been talking to our Zoomers behind the scenes already, so if you want to be a behind the scenes type person, then you can jump on our Zoom. We have that in Facebook and YouTube. Yep, and I'm so glad to have my husband Gil back with me. I am back. And we have even a special guest in the studio. Hey, Look at this. hello, <laughs> Nicholas is joining us from Roanoke. All right, well, pleasure to be here. Thanks so much, Gil and Adina, for letting me on the set. Yep. <laughs> yeah, just don't bump your knees on the desk. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll keep them low. Yeah, we're having a good time. Uh, we actually have a house full because we have the conference coming up with uh, Nancy Cohen and Chris Carter that uh, uh, Marilyn Zander is putting on. So we're excited about that and we'll all be going to it, but our house is full of people that have come and gathered for that. And we're excited to see what Father's gonna bring out during that time. So again, Zoomers, um, and, and if you're on YouTube and Facebook, really encourage you to go ahead and jump on Zoom as well if you wanna participate. That's the easiest and best way. We love to see your faces, wanna hear your voices, and uh, we can communicate quite a bit better that way. But if you're like me and a little more camera shy, <laughs> it's okay if you want to just put it in the chat as well. <laughs> so we get that. All right. So um, we're going to be looking at today the harvest here. And uh, it's news from the heavenly perspective. We are excited to jump in and just look at what Father has for us today and um, see where it goes. That's right. All right. Here we go. It's going to be fun. Go ahead, Adina. <laughs> So this is what Father was really um, downloading to me this, this week, this issue of harvest. And when we, we look at some of the news stories we'll be looking at today, uh, I would say there's a harvest of good and evil. And so the thing we want to see is looking at these things didn't just pop up randomly. Yeah. You know, people in, in uh, Portland didn't decide to just go, hey, you're white, I'm going to, you know. Uh, well. It's, it's what's in the heart that's coming yes. forth. So the verse that you're about to read is, is all about what's in the heart and what's coming forth out of the people in the regions. And it's, it's happening everywhere, good and bad, because yes. it's all coming to fruition. It's the harvest. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it is an exciting time, even though it can be a little challenging in places. So uh, John four thirty five, Jesus says, do you not say, there are still four months and then comes the harvest. Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields for they are ready, already white for harvest. And so I would say that we're seeing a harvest yeah. of stuff coming out. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this next verse is Matthew 13, 26 through 30. It says, but when the grain had sprouted in the produce and produced a crop, then the tares also appeared. So obviously, you know, God is doing what he wants to do in his kingdom. And then, you know, at the same time, the darkness is uh, coming to fruition as well. It's all producing its fruit. The servant said to him, do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, no, lest while you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. So that's what's happening. We've been watching all of it grow, but now it's coming to a head and the harvest is here. And at the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, first gather together the tares and bind them up in bundles and burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Now, we're not saying this is the end of the world. No. no. <laughs> at all. But when we look at the multi-dimensions of scripture and different layers of meaning, uh, I just felt that this was really about what's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing mm -hmm. a harvest mm -hmm. of some <clears throat> pretty uh, challenging stuff. It's being exposed. And instead of being uh, fearful or upset or whatever, being glad, this is the harvest. It's, it's time when it's being exposed so that it can be dealt with. It's kind of like when we're talking about uh, learning to love people, no matter who they are, where they're at, or what they're doing, that we love them. But in these situations, this is definitely a time where you may need to love some people from a distance. Uh, I hate you know, what's going on in Portland 
because yeah. it is, you know, there's some videos that went out on the news this week that there's no way I would want to play them here. Very disturbing. And, um, you know, it's just people beating up people. The police have left because they're wanting to defund the police department. And they, you know, the uh, government came in trying to help and they were asked to leave. I mean, that, that whole situation yeah. was not good. And so now you just got the wild, wild, wild west and people are getting hurt badly. Um, and, you know, so this is the fruit of what's coming of all this. It's all coming to a head. And we really, really uh, need to be coming to a head as, you know, the kingdom as well. And spiritually be stepping into these places yes. and engaging with it, whether it is is strictly by the Spirit. But I do know there are, there are groups of people, uh, Christians, that are going in feeling like they're called to go in and to pray yes. in these areas. And so we, we cover them as well as we continue to and with an intent you know uh you know agree with them as they're going into those areas because it can be very challenging yeah so, so anybody on zoom or nick you got anything yeah. to say yeah it seems like you have two types of harvest from those two scriptures the first one about the harvest being here seems to be centered like when jesus was having them go into samaria and reaping the benefits reaping believers and and bringing them into uh into the into the kingdom of God. And the other one seems to be a little bit more on the prerogative of God, mm -hmm. where it's the wheat and the tares. So in a sense, when we read that second one, what is our attitude to be towards the tares? Yes. Do we cross our arms? Do we get hostile with them? But no, you know, vengeance is the Lord's. He'll take care of those and his greater vehicles of justice. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, it seems like we would do more like um, being sons of God, like the father who brings rain on the just and the unjust. And so our role might be seen practically in that first one where we're looking for the opportunities yes. to be light and allow the Lord to do his, particularly within the restoration of all things. Um, if there's a, a harvest, that just means there's a separation. But even for those who are tares, there will be a restoration in a later phase. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's so good because uh, we're not implying that uh, you should go pull up some tares and burn them. No, <laughs> no not at, at all. all. But uh, the point that everything's coming to a head is being exposed so that we can we can deal with it. Yeah. So let's go ahead and move on. This was another exciting thing that happened this week was the historic peace agreement. I'm sure you heard about it already, but Trump helps to broker a historic peace agreement, normalizing relations between Israel and United Arab Emirates. Now, there's some hesitation, you know, is that as they're moving forward, but believing, you know, for God to bring this about and that they've not had a peace agreement that lasted um, in the More Middle East for uh, 20 some years. Yeah. 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 And I just wanted to say it's interesting because we were uh, engaged with um, Justin Abraham and some others, yeah. uh, not this week, but the previous week. And and that came out. That was part of what was being said and what we were seeing in the spiritual realm yep. is that the peace in the Middle East and then here this comes right yeah. on the tail of it. So very interesting, very interesting. So Iran and Turkey, of course, condemn uh, this peace agreement, but Oman and Bahrain, uh, Bahrain, sorry, consider following steps. And there's the question, is Palestine next? That would be awesome and amazing if it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's gonna take a huge, 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 huge miracle. But, it uh, will, but you know, again, we are seeing so many things that are uh, yeah, didn't expect to see. <laughs> I want to say crazy, some crazy <laughs> good, some crazy not so good. Um, but anyway, we are we are definitely working our way through these times, through these seasons, and there's a lot of things that have come into our lives, like COVID and the lockdowns and all that. That uh, I know that almost the entire world thought, ah, oh, this will just be for a week or two, yeah. and we'll just be back to normal. And here we are months down the line and it doesn't look like it's getting normal. It almost looks like it's getting a little crazier. We're going to have a little bit more to share on that in just a moment. Yeah, when, when I had seen that slide, Adina, uh, about uh, Trump making trying to make peace in the Middle East, um, the trigger for me was from my past church experience that that would have been a trigger to say, oh, peace, peace and um, Antichrist or whatever, that type of thing. <laughs> Watch out. So yeah. I wonder yeah. if we should anticipate any type of reaction from... Uh, from the church just saying, oh, well, this is a bad, peace seems like it's a good thing, but <laughs> yeah. it's really just a, a warning sign of a bad thing. Oh, yeah. that's, that's sad when, when that is taught in the church like mm -hmm. that. 
Uh, the interesting thing is there's clear biblical prophecies about Israel and Syria and Egypt coming together. And so we believe that God's word will be fulfilled. We will see fruition of that. And that's Definitely. good news. Yeah. That is. Well, uh, we're going to switch over to New Zealand and uh, the fact that New Zealand has actually postponed its elections because of the COVID virus okay. uh, over. Uh, so it's supposed to be for in September 19 today or yeah, today. No, September 19. September. Oh, I'm Not sorry. August. <laughs> in the wrong month. September 19. But it's moved over to October 17. And I don't know if any of you have seen Ian Johnson on some of our shows, Kingdom Talks. He's been on two or three different times. We're actually going to be interviewing him tomorrow. It will air hopefully next week because he's actually going to be running for office. And uh, we're, I think we're going to have some really interesting things to talk about. And we need to get the word out that he is running for office for the sake of New Zealand to get some people in there. Because uh, when you hear what we're talking about, how close things are, we need more people like Ian that are you know, more focused on what God is doing and what the kingdom is bringing. So uh, we all need to be stepping up and stepping into the places where Father is calling us. We need to be listening for that call. So that, that'll be... Uh, yeah, sometime next week. So just watch for it. All, All right. right. And then we already kind of discussed this a little bit about the violent assaults in Portland. And this is really sad. Multiple white people assaulted in Portland, some def while they were defending others, and then they were attacked. And virtually no mainstream media coverage. They've kind of had this thing of, oh, it's all peaceful protests. Nothing, nothing bad's happened. Um, and as of yesterday, there were no arrests so far. And, you know, again, this is not a, a trigger to get angry and, and revenge or any of those types of things. It is, again, just letting you know the atmosphere yeah. that is operating in some of these places, because it is, it is definitely challenging. And if you saw some, I know, I know that Fox reported on it. It was reported on Fox, yeah. and it was, it was not easy to even watch. Um, and you know, for us, it's not not that it was a white person. It, we would feel no, the same if it was black. In fact, um, I think there was a harvest of um, better reactions than you have in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember in the Rodney King situation, um, uh, yeah, somebody being pulled out of a truck and, and beaten, and it was yeah. all over the news. And um, back then, I wasn't in this movement, and I wasn't <laughs> loving myself. And um, anyway, I was so angry just watching that that I was gritting my teeth and broke my front tooth out. So, yeah, <laughs> this time I saw it and didn't have that type of reaction, which was which was definitely much better. So, um, violent assaults in Portland. Well, we just, we did, just that, did that yeah. one. We're going to go to this one. I want to go ahead and cover this one if you're okay. Sure. All right, good. <laughs> This is actually very interesting. So this congregation is under surveillance. Um, and we were going to play a video for you, and I would encourage you to go look it up. It's, um, uh, what's the guy's name, Rob? Um, McCoy. McCoy. Yeah, Rob McCoy. Now, we actually saw this guy. He's been running for different offices for go uh, in, in the government there in um, Thousand Oaks. We listened to this guy, and I'm thinking, man, he should be literally running for governor. He's just very articulate very well spoken he's a pastor he was on the city council and he actually resigned from the city council as this stuff was coming to a head because out of just integrity and honoring the council he stepped down because he knew what he was about to do was going to go against what they were going to have to do and so uh here it is going against a temporary restraining order august 8th he's now in contempt of court and they've uh you know tried to you know push things even harder on him uh, but he has kept his church open. And when you listen to the interview, it's very, very, very well done. Uh, he, what he says is very interesting. But, um, you know, as a result, governmental agencies surve surveilling the congregation. And they, told, they were told that the first thousand people that showed up to the church would be arrested. Um, this is interesting because... I love this. It's so good. Go ahead. Go ahead and share it because it is. It's really good. So the other churches in the area actually bust their people into this church so that if people got fines, it would be other church members. It wouldn't be the people from this church. That That's incredible. That is the body of Christ moving together. Yeah. And so when the police came to arrest or bring citations against them, the parking lot was full of these people. And there were so many people, they didn't even bother. Yeah. So this this guy, uh, Rob, he is highly intelligent. Uh, he is, you know, 
uh, done tons of research. They, I guess they've been doing Zoom meetings online, sharing it with people, and they've had no, I think he said no less than five doctors. I think it might have been seven doctors yeah. and two psychologists on each time. And they're actually going through the process. They're running the numbers. And in their county, they have shown very clearly that, you know, the COVID uh, counts are going down, not up. And that in their church, and they've got it's a, a big pretty church, yeah. big church, not one case, not one case. Even though they're continuing to meet since May. I they're think. not doing social distancing. They're not doing masks. Unless they're not people doing, want to. Yeah, obviously. But uh so anyway, this is just, you know, the situation that we're up against. And, you know, he knows the governor very well. Uh, he's actually, you know, had several conversations with him. And again, he's very honoring. Okay, so this isn't trying to slap each other in the face. Being rebellious and or any of that. It's not any of that. But he, he stood his ground because on Palm Sunday, you know, taking communion for many is a very high sacrament. And that that was being shut down. And they didn't. They went ahead and did it. But um, anyway, just a really good video to go look. Rob McCoy from uh, the church in Thousand Oaks, uh, California. Ventura. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's in that yeah. area. <laughs> anyway, and so we want to continue to pray for him, pray for his congregation, because they are facing more legal battles as they move forward. But they're, again, they're doing it well. They're doing it right. They're doing it yeah. kind of by the book in terms of honoring, respecting others, but standing up for what is right. So John MacArthur's church also has uh, recently won a round yeah. of, and so they were uh, legally allowed to resume services until a full hearing September 4th. And so the comments that they were made is this favoritism that caused a huge loss of confidence by the American people and their government leaders and public health officials and the pandemic restrictions. Golden State policy violates common sense, the complaint suggests. It's time for California to recognize that disfavored religious minorities are not second-class citizens and to explain how it can justify banning worship to prevent the spread of the disease while it is fine for protesters to spread the disease like wildfire. Good points. Yep. Very good points. Uh, we'd really like to hear from the Zoomers if you guys have anything that you would like to share, anything you'd like to say. Or anybody on YouTube or, or YouTube Facebook, or Facebook. Please And if you're comment. on YouTube and Facebook, please share this. I am going to say that we may go longer tonight. We may just let it flow. Um, we found that the last couple times that we've done this, feels like we've rushed things in order to get through it all. So we're just going to let it flow. We understand if some of you need to go, that's fine. But I would ask that you share it. Share it on Facebook. Share it on on um, YouTube. Uh, let people know we're on Zoom. And let's, let's engage together. Let's have the conversations. And we'd like to hear what's happening in your neck of the woods. So if you have, you know, something that's related to what we're talking about that you'd like to share, um, some powerful things that are happening in churches or whatever, we'd love to hear about it. <coughs> All right. Well, let's move on to the next one then. I don't see anybody raising hands. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is just... Uh, the, the craziness continues to grow. It's wonderful. <laughs> Wisconsin State Agency asked its employees to wear masks while on Zoom. It's like, wow, okay. By wearing a mask while video conferencing in the general public, we visually remind folks that masking is an important part of navigating the business of natural resources during this tumultuous time. I'm not even going to read the rest of that because <laughs> it's, it's just... I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. It's um, they just want to be sure. Yeah, they just want to be sure. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> quantum entanglement of the virus, you know, going out over the. Sure. I, I guess I don't know. Uh, oh, so what a world we live in. Any anybody oh, else got Mike, Mike? You got something? Go ahead. I, I should share. In Canada, we have Rocco Galati, a very high. A level lawyer who's actually taking on the Canadian government, also uh, one of the provincial uh, premiers as well. Uh, and uh, under all of these realities that they really don't have the, uh, the numbers, they don't have you know anything to really back up the decisions that they're making. And so he put in a 191 page document uh, that is going into the courts and that he is suing the Prime Minister of Canada, Trudeau and uh, Rob Ford, who's the premier of one of the provinces and also the uh, 
um, the newscast, uh, you know, the one main newscast across Canada, which is actually a public uh, station, and just saying how they are forgoing so many of the experts. Uh, and it's just very interesting uh, in the midst of the insanity of what you just read, uh, yeah. of even anybody deciding to wear masks on Zoom. But obviously there's so much craziness, but um, yes, he's now being interviewed a number of times, certainly worth watching. Just this whole movement and now trying to inspire others to, uh, to sort of take some of the song just from a, a, a legal background. Um, yeah. And it's just an interesting concept in the midst of all, all the stuff that's going on. Yeah. No, totally, totally agree. It, it, we, we need people to start standing up because it is just ridiculous what's what's going on and this next one do i get to do it or are you going to do it i'll do it okay i wanted to do this one but go ahead <laughs> so obviously you know the the democratic convention is going on right now and biden and harris are pushing for three-month mandatory masks so biden says every single american should be wearing a mask when they're outside for the next three months at a minimum every governor should mandate mandatory mask wearing he biden said Let's institute a mask mandate nationwide starting immediately and we will save lives. And then Harris took up the call and said, that's what real leadership looks like. We should all be wearing a mask for the next three months because it will save lives. Says Harris, an abortion extremist and Planned Parenthood ally. So what Is lies- Is that hypocritical? Or, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> we gotta be careful. I, I do we wanna be careful. We bless Biden and Harris. And Harris, yes. Um, but just pointing out that there's a lot of double standard there. And it's, it's hard to say we're trying to save lives when you're very proactive in, yeah. you know, abortion. Well, and it's, it's just another instance where it really makes you wonder what in the world is really going on behind the scenes. Because uh, it does not make sense for everybody to have to wear masks when there's plenty of scientific evidence that the masks don't even do anything. They're not really that functional. Uh, so it's like, what is the purpose of all this? It's crazy. And I think in Spain, was it in Spain? Where no, was Sweden. It? Sweden. Yeah. Um, I, you know the story better than I do. Well, it, yeah, it we just... talked about it, I think, last week, but where yeah. they didn't do the lockdown and all of the measures and um, they've... You know, they had their curve, but then it's leveled off and they're not having these secondary spikes. So this yeah. was uh, President Trump's reaction. Yeah. Anybody else got anything to say real quick? We'll just pause for a second. OK, go ahead. Yeah, I was thinking about um, just what this Kingdom Talks news program does and just thinking of it in three levels and how right now we're getting the news. Yeah. Right. And then part two is we're discussing it among brothers and sisters, sons of light, trying to understand it. Um, and maybe making decisions and opinions on it. But the third part where we go into the heavens and ask the Father strikes me as really important in light of what we just said, yes. the craziness, yes. because you could feel a bit like an ant yeah. mm -hmm. trying to wrestle with a giant. <laughs> and there is validity, like we said, Ian Johnson running for office and um, this, this, this other person you mentioned, yes. the church leader, yeah. um, that there are things to do uh, on the earth with yes. human agency, yeah. but um, just to take up the call to go be with the Father, to understand um, what it is that we can yeah. maybe affect as the books are opened and courts and judgment are given over to the saints of the Most yes. High, and time has come for that. Yeah, yeah, and, and we were just talking before we got going here, it's like, you know, all it takes for me is a little caffeine and I get wound up and want to just <laughs> jump into the flesh and just do things my way. Uh, but the whole point of the show is, yeah, so we can share some of our thoughts and everything, but ultimately what really matters is when we engage in the heavens, we need to hear what Father's yeah. saying. And that's what we need to, to do, whatever that is. So um, so Biden and Harris both say we need a three-month mand mandatory mask wearing for every single person in the United States. And President Trump responded with, if the president has the unilateral power to order every single citizen to cover their face in nearly all instances, what other powers does he have? Trump said, as quoted in the New York Times, while Joe Biden would allow rioters and looters and criminals and millions of illegal aliens to roam free in our country, he wants the federal government to issue a sweeping new mandate to law-abiding citizens, the president said, as quoted in the CBS News. So that does kind of draw a stark yeah. you know, difference where why is it that these, you know, 
and I, I won't even name the, the group. I mean, we all know who it is. But why is it that one group will allow, you know, these rioters to go out and and just roam free, tear up property, destroy things without now, masks. Now assaulting people. Now assaulting people badly. And, uh, and yet they want to make everybody wear a mask and they want to close down churches. Um, what's wrong with that picture? I mean, really, what is wrong with that picture? That looters, criminals, you name it, well, I just read it, are allowed to roam with without masks yep. and roam and free. And not as much um, consequence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is challenging. So <clears throat> any comments on Facebook or YouTube? Uh, not yet. Okay. Go ahead. Oops. So this one was a, a good... Uh, good news. I really appreciate this. So the South Dakota governor declines Trump's offer. So Trump has offered to um, help with the unemployment, continue to do that. It's a little bit lower than it was previously. And um, this is the, the South Dakota governor. She turned it down. She said, my administration is very grateful for the additional flexibility that this effort would have provided. But South Dakota is in the fortunate position of not needing to accept it. South Dakota's economy, having never been shut down, has recovered nearly 80% of our job losses, Noam, a Republican, said in a statement. Even though she turned down the offer, Noam praised Trump. Despite significant dysfunction in Congress, President Trump continues to problem solve and provide great leadership during this recovery effort, she said. And so we just honor those, those states who have really worked hard to be integrous and to really keep things moving along. Very good. Um, well, do we need to cover those? Oh, it's up to you. Yeah. We're going to skip these next two, but just want to really, our hearts need to be in the right place. And I, and I, I know I get wound up. I can get <laughs> wound up and really want to just take things into my own hands. But I generally, at least in the last few years, have been able to back it off and to look for what Father's doing. And that's what you know we all need to do, because uh, believe me, without Christ, without following Father, I would be out there doing probably some of the, 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 <laughs> the bad things on the other side. Um, <clears throat> we were just talking about it yeah. at, at dinner that you know we were the couple that had stood their ground when Antifa had come into their gated community and they came out on their lawn with their guns. And, uh, you know, and then the law basically was they were they were arrested. And basically the point was, or the message was, you'd have no right to protect your, your, property. your property, your family. They, Antifa was arrested or the lady no, with the, the guns lady, trying to protect No, the herself? lady and the husband with the guns were arrested trying to protect their property. And, you know, that's something where in, in my flesh back in the day, <laughs> man, I would have been showing up on whoever had, uh, you know, drawn out that lawsuit anyway and was saying that and I'd be showing up their house and saying I'm going to take your TV and uh, whatever else I want thank you very much because you obviously don't care that people you know have a right to protect their property so I want your property thank you very much thank you <laughs> but, for restoration Lord. <laughs> <laughs> we also right. also want to mention um, just kind of a breaking story about um, the fires in California and the Bay Area mm, yeah actually have a friend who is uh, currently had to evacuate this afternoon. We were supposed to have a Zoom call and she got on for a few minutes to just share that the winds are, have been picking up. And so this was from lightning. I think it was Saturday night that started some of these fires. And it, it was really odd in just that when the, the news feed popped up on my phone about lightning in the Bay Area, they hardly ever, yeah, ever have rare. lightning. And there was just something about it that it was like, this is more than just a natural, you know, it, it was like something's going on in the spiritual realm that is pretty significant. And so um, our hearts go out to those who are being challenged um, yeah. in this situation. All right. So open it up again. Anybody have anything they would like to share news wise or otherwise from your community? Uh, Teresa says, I wish all states could have done it that way, like South Dakota. South Dakota, Dakota yeah. So, and Larry says, so glad you're here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, please, on YouTube and Facebook, share it with your friends. Let people know we're here. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break. I'm going to show you a promo that... Uh,
Nicholas here put together for us. Surprise! <laughs> and uh, yeah. anyway, I haven't played this before on here, and I just think this is a good time because we're we are going to let it go a little bit longer today. So. Um, well, this and, is a, and this is about the ultimate impact, and we have two groups starting up soon. One is September 1st mm -hmm. on a Tuesday night, Tuesday nights, yeah, and then the other is September 13th, and that'll be led by the amazing sergeants. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Daphne. So, yes. <laughs> I'll have to talk to that woman. <laughs> you so, go, Daphne. Just encourage you, um, you know, if, if you're interest is piqued by this uh, next video, uh, contact us and we'll help you get connected. And I think everybody watching right now, I'm not sure, I think everybody watching is already in the Ultimate Impact that's on Zoom. Yeah. And just want to uh, encourage people to share it with people, Other, share, share it with your friends, those who you think might be interested. Uh, this is, I believe, what's going to, it's not what we are doing but it's just what father is doing i believe is changing the world we have shifted into a whole new age and it's really time for those who have the heart and are ready to begin stepping in we need it now more than ever i mean just looking at the news and what's going on in the world yeah. ultimate impact is about helping people step into who they truly are into their power and authority in the heavens and engaging with that and bringing the kingdom into the heaven so or into the earth so Definitely encourage you to um, uh, take a look at this. But uh, don't don't uh, kind of tune out because the best part of the show is coming up next after right. this, where we engage in the heavenly realm. So be prepared. All right, here we go. An ecclesia is family doing kingdom business. When you join an ecclesia with Kingdom Talks Media that is going through the Ultimate Impact series, this is what a typical week might look like. During the week you'll watch the Ultimate Impact teaching videos based on that week's topic. Welcome back. We're looking this week at different places in heaven. Each video is about 10 minutes long, followed by a time for you to shift focus into the heavenly realm, allowing Father to guide you into further revelation. Once a week, you'll gather with your Ecclesia group in person or most likely through Zoom conferencing to typically do two things. One, Relate with each other as you share insights about that week's topic. How's your week been? We got live busted today, so it's been amazing. Well, I want to say something, something personal. And so in one sense, God is everything, but because he poured himself out, it's like he's not complete unless all of it comes back and decides to worship him back. So there's still a lot of unanswered questions, but I think for me, it comes back to uh, it's relationship. And two, shift focus into the heavenly realm as an ecclesia to practice engaging Father together. You want to lead us in? Are you ready to do that? I felt I saw a wooden pathway being laid in the woods. The intention felt like this is a sacred place where we will come together. Anybody else sensing anything that needs to be brought out? And seeing all the other paths coming through the woods reminds me that there are so many other people making the same journey. The path ultimately leads to home. Week after week, you and your ecclesia will gain new perspectives through the teachings, discussions, and your experiences individually and together in the heavenly realms. All right, we're back. <laughs> um, I guess we have some comments from uh, Facebook and YouTube, yes. so go ahead. So Marianne says, more important than ever to get our internal kingdoms in order to be yeah. able to shine light into the craziness. Clear our gateways so we don't tether to the principalities and powers. Amen. Good. good. Teresa says, we absolutely need this. And Joe says, I feel deeply there is so much cover-up going on and has been for years. And this may be the wildest election cycle we have ever experienced as Americans. We have to discern truth and be wise. I yeah. so agree, Joe. And that was kind of part, we started talking about the harvest. And I feel like, you know, like you said, those seeds have been growing. Mm -hmm. uh, but now they're being exposed. Now it's coming to the light. Mm -hmm. And it's time. Yeah. It's time. It, it is time. Um, but, you know, one of the things that we need to really make sure that we, we're not doing is that, you know, we're not 
um, well, I guess what I've been sharing all along here is we're not letting our emotions take over yeah. and, and, and run, that we step into that place of rest. And the Father, I got my journal sitting over here, and I just, you know, think of the thing that I've been writing over and over from what the Father's been sharing this whole week is just more about stepping into the rest. Yeah. Even when you get emotionally offended, when you get um, triggered, triggered yeah. that the answer is to just step back further into the Father's rest. Yeah. And that has been the game changer for me. Definitely. Is that I can do that. Sometimes I like being wound up, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do know that if once it's going too far, usually I can read people fairly well, and I can tell when, okay, wait a minute, I'm going too far. I need to back up, and I need to rest and just step in. Yeah, one of the commenters talked about uh, taking our own mountain, and mm -hmm. I was listening on my trip here to Colorado Springs. Uh, my first day was just binge listening to all the the uh, the superstars out there, and <laughs> I was listening to Ian Clayton talking about taking your mountain before you go to the mountain where the giants are and all these celestial places that he talks about. But after a day of listening to all these superstars, I was a bit discouraged from the standpoint of, how in the world am I ever going to get there? Because I feel like such an ant. And how I'm going to progress to that spiritual level to do anything of value. Uh, and it was that revelation that Gil just alluded to, the rest. And for me, the three key words when I feel overwhelmed or, um, you know, when they say in the business sense, or you're getting too far down in the weeds. When I pull back to a high level, it's uh, rest, Jesus, love. It might have been rest or intimacy, but those, those three yeah, or four yeah. words... When I think of those at high level, then it's like you can crawl back into a safe place, see the whole earth as though you're looking at Google Earth from a, a vantage point. And then once you've had that time with the father, then he's like, all right, are you ready to, un um, uh, it's the glory of kings to discover a matter. Are you ready to pinch and zoom in and go down into the earth and go understand the yeah. deeper matter? But if you get overwhelmed, you know, um, anyhow, that was a solution for me, rest peace, Jesus, intimacy, yeah. and pull back, take our own mountain, yeah. and the Lord will yeah. use us in great ways. And I've certainly seen that, you know, those times that I, that I learned to rest and I step back, it's like trying to engage with, you know, the tech stuff is, is a constant thing that I'm working on here. And we're making um, progress. We are. Yep. But you know, it's something that I'm, I'm, you know, it's not what I necessarily want to be doing, but I have to do it. And sometimes I can get to kind of striving and, and pushing in those areas and Father will make me aware of that because all of a sudden there's a little bit of stress that starts to enter in. And at that point, you know, it's just, wait, stop. Just stop. Stop and begin backing up, backing up in the spirit realm into the Father's heart and to be in that place of rest. And that's where things become clear. Yes. That's where things begin to happen. And I can guarantee you, I've said this over and over, that he will do more on, you know, on, than I can on my best day. He'll yeah. do a thousand times more than I can on my best day. You know, it's just so obvious. And so it's learning that and going through that phase over and over and over and over again to where finally it gets to be habit to where, you know, and, and it is very true for me that the more and more, uh, I'm getting more and more sensitive to that stress. And when I feel that stress, it's like, mm, something's not quite right. I need to just back up. I need to back back into the place of rest. And from there, we get revelation. From there, we get the answers the, the, you know, to the things that we're challenged with. And sometimes those answers are, you don't need that right now. Yeah. I and, like that answer right now. <laughs> and what I really appreciate about what Nicholas <laughs> shared is this place where it, we can not only just be overwhelmed with the news and all the other stuff going on, but we can get distracted by going, oh, the speaker said to do this, or somebody else said to do that, and, and following and chasing all of these places instead of doing the simple things um, mm -hmm. and being mm -hmm. in that place of rest. And that's one of the things we're going to be looking at a little bit more this Sunday is really exploring, you know, what is the unique place that God has called each one of us to and to be where we're called to be. Yeah. So. yeah. All right. Anybody else? We'd love to hear from anybody else. Um, what would you like to share? Here it says, uh, find the happiness in every movement you make. It is the source and nature of love that you follow. Yeah. That's good. That's good. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and see what the Father's doing. We'll just uh, engage, change our focus to where we're at in the heavenlies. And if you haven't seen us before, then you know that uh, we are definitely 
um, in more than one place at a time. We are in the heavens, seated with Christ in heavenly places, and there are many other places you might be because it just say places, mm -hmm. and that we're simply going to shift our focus and become aware of our presence in the heavens. So let's go ahead and do that. Um, now you got one more comment. Yeah, Marianne okay. says, when you go up, when we go up higher, the giants on the ground become ants from God's vantage point. Yes. Yeah. And Teresa says, in that place of rest, we are able to see through God's eyes easier. Absolutely. Amen. We agree. Amen. Very good. Okay. So again, if you're on Zoom, if you're on Facebook, YouTube, we want you to share what you're seeing, what you're hearing, what you're getting. Uh, that is very important for us to have a full picture of what the Father's doing during this time. So let's go ahead and shift our focus. Father, we just, in Christ, in Yeshua, in Him and through Him, we come boldly before Your throne. And Father, we're wanting to know what You're doing. We've shared a lot of things going on around the world, and there's so much more that we haven't talked about or shared. And yet we know that You are in full control. You are sovereign. And so we're asking now, what is it that you have for us, that you want to share with us that will change the world. <clears throat> I'm just seeing the Father in heaven, and he's just on his throne, and he's throwing his head back and, and laughing, and it says that he sits in the heavens and laughs. Hmm. And it's not that he's mocking uh, what's going on at all, but he knows uh, the end from the beginning, he has a plan, and um, so he's excited about the harvest, seeing the fullness of sons mm -hmm. coming mm -hmm. to fruition. Mm -hmm. And that, that just really hits me again, <clears throat> that the harvest is here. And that we're going, when the harvest is here, it's not just, um, you know, the harvest of, of souls going into the kingdom. That's not, that's, the harvest is also of the tares. And that these must be revealed and that's what is going on right now. It's the revealing, the revelation of the harvest and who's who and what's what, who's aligned with what. <laughs> and Father is doing us a great favor as we get to see this and see it begin to uh, uh, unfold and, and uh, come to fruition, the fruit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as we started out, I thought maybe I'll start with that image of, of the Google Earth and seeing the whole thing as one at a high level. And then I almost saw it like zeros and ones, like computers, mm -hmm. it wraps up in a ball and it's all the data, it's all the information, it's all the news Adina was talking about and all the, the details of this world. And then when Gil started off and said, we're before the throne room, I saw the father and it's like that ball was in his hand and he was just bouncing it up and up and down in his hand. And when Adina was talking about how he sits in the heavens and laughs, he had that chuckle about him, like he has the whole world in his hands. But then he also just kind of threw it and tossed it to me because I'm a son. And it reminded me of that verse where Paul says something, he says something like, all things are yours. Yeah. And I don't remember all the details around it, but um, you know, we know in other verses, we're not to be scared of the height or the depth or demons or anything, and all things are ours. And so recently I'd heard about that, uh, just saying, don't come from the place of attacking and trying to come after all these mm -hmm. infinite numbers of problems uh, from down here looking up. Right. As though we're always here in our flesh and we just uh, might, uh, you know, uh, spend 1% um, of our time in the heavens. But let's go ahead and say all things are ours and we are sons. We are sitting there in the throne and shift that focus, as Gil says, and almost live, you know, as it were, 1% on earth. And as we need to act and have agency, we take those steps. But just to remember, as sons of God in this kingdom age, all things are ours. As all the details are wrapped up in one ball, they're in God's hands and he's in control and he laughs and he hands them to us, father and son, complete yeah. trust and intimacy. And he shares that with us and we will reign and rule with him. Amen. Yes. Amen. And I just hear the father saying, uh, these are my beloved sons in whom I am well pleased. <clears throat> Hmm. Good. As Dina was speaking about the harvest, I, it was just like I could just see the sun come over the uh, the edge of the horizon, 
and uh, light began to shine so brightly on the field that um, it, which looked incredibly beautiful at the top, but obviously it was also going to work its way to sh expose some of the uh, the terrors and things, and and that there, I had a sense the father saying that uh, as this light starts to shine, it's going to become more and more evident uh, a lot of things in uh, on the earth and in the natural that will begin to shift in the midst of that light shining. So, mm. so good, thank you, Mike. Thank you. And then I felt Father was asking if we wanted to go on an adventure and um, like in front of us was this big mountain. And it's that place where he's already said, you know, this is my beloved sons in whom I am well pleased. And so we're not having to climb this mountain to prove something to Father or any of those kinds of things, but he's invited us um, onto this mountain mm. for overcoming. <clears throat> And I'm just, um, the overcoming, that, that is a major thing that I believe the Father is focusing on a lot of us, that tonight especially, there's a, there's a little bit more focus on the rest. And I am so thoroughly convinced that it, it is from the place of rest that we are able to accomplish more but it's not we it's father in us and through us that is accomplishing because we're one we're one it doesn't diminish who you are it doesn't diminish God in you but to understand that he will do so much more through you when we learn to rest yes and we stop striving we stop stressing we stop trying to get all things done the way we think they should be done but rather just approach them with that expectancy and that holding it loosely that whatever project you're approaching, don't approach it with, I've got to finish this in a certain way in a certain time, but mm -hmm. approach it with, here's a project. Yeah. And I get to do this. And I get to spend time in intimacy with the Father while I'm doing it or with others around me. But it's the relationship and the intimacy that is important. It's not the project. And if the project is important, then the Father will make sure it gets done one way or another, whether it's you or someone else, or some other way. He will make sure it gets done if it's that important. And I'm kind of seeing that as I'm, I'm climbing this mountain that's before me, and it's like I, I get to a place where it's like, oh, I, I, don't, mm. I don't know what to do. You know, this is, this is tougher than what I can do on my own. And, and then it's like this angel appears and, you know, hands down this rope, you know, and so it's like, mm. oh, okay, now I have heavenly help to take that next step to go higher. Yeah, the other thing I was thinking too uh, the last couple of days was when Adina mentioned about the invitation to come up this mountain. And it seemed like maybe in past days, one invitation in a thousand was, was given to say the forerunner, the person who had the revelation or took that amazing journey. But now it feels like as we're moving into this new, this next age, that um, the invitations are being issued more one in 50, one in 20, one in 10. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because, like when Adina says, hey, with the invitation to come up the mountain, there could be that voice that says, maybe from cell memory or whatever, well, that's not for me. I've tried that in times past, and I'm on the shelf, and I just don't know if I can see it. But if the Lord can infuse that, fan that flame, that perhaps this is the time where you are one in 50 being invited onto the mountain. And then folks that you never thought would ever take an invitation, all of a sudden they're one mm -hmm. in 20. And so the invitation's going forth. Many are called. And so let's go ahead and be the chosen. And with that mountain, and particularly what Mike was saying about the, the sun coming up and the wheat, um, the sun coming on the wheat, it mm. reminded me of this Disney movie, Tomorrowland. Yes. Oh, yeah. At the end of it, see, she was given a ring, and she was the one in a thousand that got the ring. And she could journey into the alternate reality or what the beautiful future should be. And after they contended with the powers of evil, then the invitation went out. Many rings were starting to be sent all over the world. And so the invitation was going and people were putting on the ring and all of a sudden they were waking up in that wheat field. So the harvest was ripe 
and they were looking and it was sunny and they were going off into the distance. Their journey was to that almost celestial city of Tomorrowland, much like Adina's uh, mountain, mountain of adventure that the Lord is inviting us to right now. It's good. It's good. Yes. So um, here it says, just sit next to the tree on the mountain view. It has blue and gold with light. Hmm. That is awesome. Marianne says, his gaze is healing shattered identities. I love that. Uh, Larry says, we are kingdom dwellers as mature sons. And then also, he says, I saw gold and a close-up of the throne and got the message, I'm up close and personal. Yes, we're yeah. up close and personal with Father. Uh, Marianne says, sensing the Father on the throne, gazing intensely with eyes of unconditional love <clears throat> towards Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Yes. We agree with you. Absolutely agree. Yes. Yeah. And I just, I just actually ask each and every one of us just for, you know, a few seconds, a moment or whatever, and maybe take some more time later, but let's focus intent, the, the energy of love and joy and peace over Joe Biden and Harris and, and anybody else that maybe we are, you know, opposed to the way they think and do, do some things, but we know that God has created them and at yes. the core there is gold and that we love them unconditionally and that we just send that intent of love and joy and peace into each of their hearts yes. Mm. Yes. we just speak the true identity of God to them we speak restoration into their lives that they would be able to walk in the fullness that Father ordained from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I love entering into the heavens because even though I was wound up during the first part of the show, <laughs> stepping into the heavens just brings that peace and joy that you just can't get on the earth. Yes. <laughs> And Nisa says, wow, Gil, Father is speaking through you to me directly. So many doors mm. opening in my career and stress began bubbling up. Mm. But now I feel the freedom of being onto, um, into of this mountain. Mm. So good. Mm -hmm. And then another, I meditate next to it and I saw indeed the mountains. It's showing mm. me a big screen of what's happening. Yes. Mm. It's beautiful. And just in this climbing up the mountain, seeing um, uh, these eagles beginning to circle around overhead. And um, they're releasing a sound, but I, I feel that it's, it's even more than that, that there's a, um, it's a frequency and also um, something very specifically. Hmm. Oh, and uh, Nisa says, I see birds showing us the way through telepathic <laughs> language. Uh, and there's a delay, so yeah, this there's is a amazing. Delay, so this, that's good. <laughs> and Jesus is with the birds and clouds, but he's walking in clouds, calling us to join him. I see beautiful zigzag formation between wow. the birds and Jesus. That is so I amazing. I love these, off, these affirmations and confirmations <laughs> of what we're seeing in the heavens, because when we say there's a delay, when this goes out on Facebook and YouTube, there's at least a 30 second up to a minute and a half delay. And yeah. so for her to write that, uh, it, it, she wrote it before way back. We agree. What else? I, I feel the, the part of the message the birds are saying is part of that, you know, when Jesus taught in the Sermon on the Mount and, you know, he says, you know, the birds toil not, neither do they spin, but your father, you know, clothes them, takes care of them be as the birds um, just in that place of peace and rest and so as they're they're circling they're they're just saying it's okay sons of god don't don't worry don't fret about the things that are happening stay in that place of rest mm -hmm. yeah and when adina was issuing the uh, invitation <laughs> up the mountain i was thinking about it 
Uh, the second image I got was Adina, you with a hard hat on there <laughs> with the, um, the the climbing hat. Yeah. And mm -hmm. we were rappelling up because you had made the, the statement about uh, that it being it being difficult in times. Yeah. And so at first I thought about just sitting on a ledge and resting. And that was one one download. Just rest. Take a rest when you need to. Look at the view where you're at. And then go level up, as Gil yeah. says. Get ready for the next level. The other one was being on the rope down below, say 20 feet below Adina, and I'm climbing up there too. And the thought was just that we have each other, so we need to remember that as we're uh, walking through this move, as more of us are uh, um, understanding our sonship, that yeah. when I come to the end of myself, then I have my wife, I have my friends, I have folks in the spiritual community. And likewise, uh, there are folks that... Um, it was just said, uh, one of the one of you Zoomers said, uh, Gils, thank you so much. These things are, you're opening up um, doors mm -hmm. in my life, mm -hmm. that type of thing. So, like, for instance, Gil and Adina's uh, ministry serving as a help for people. And each of us are going to be serving and helping others. So yeah. that's a picture to keep in your mind as we're going up this mountain. There's an indication it's an adventure, but it can also be a strenuous and sometimes daunting adventure at times. Take a moment to sit on the ledge, enjoy the view, rest, listen yeah. to the birds, get ready to level up when it's time, and then also realize that we can repel and we can help the people below us, and we can also lean and pull from the people above us. That's, That's good. so good. Really appreciate that, Nicholas. <laughs> like that. A lot. Hmm. Hmm. Anyone else? I, I feel like we're, um, we're getting close to... Um, to the summit um, and it, it's just that amazing exhilarating feel like you're pulling yourself up to that last ledge you know and you're like oh, I made it you know and and you pull yourself up to the top and you look around 360 degrees and just the amazing um, creation and what father is doing and and then rest victory. lay down and rest <laughs> victory and rest yeah Wow. Anyone else? Well, just uh, I'm going to ask. Uh, I feel like this is this is coming from the kingdom, from the Father. That's something we need to be pulling continually, pulling down from the Father. That He is doing is just emanating the frequency of love and joy and peace. And when you see something, whether it's on the news or, you know, even in a store or whatever it might be, that when you see something that doesn't seem right, just to emanate, mm -hmm. let that frequency f come out of you of love and joy and peace and just be deliberate, be intentional about pushing that over to them and just surrounding them with it. And if, they're, if there's one crack in their, you know, their hard-heartedness, that it would begin to open up, that they would choose to open up and let that come in and let that begin to change them. And I'm even going to say this. I'm going to ask right now that all of those who are doing that, that as we, as we push that frequency out to surround those people that we see that are, are hurting and hurting others, that that frequency would remain with them and around them so that when they're out of that situation, whatever it is that has got them hyped up and, and just adrenaline going to where they're closed off to receiving love, joy, and peace, that that frequency would stay with them so that when they're out of the situation that they would be able to hopefully find a place where they might, in, in rest, receive that frequency of love and joy and peace and begin to shift and transform their hearts and minds as they open up and receive it. Yes. And uh, Nisa says, yes, Adina, birds are speaking to us about rest. <laughs> and then Martin says, I see them riding the mountain wave of the Spirit, calling us higher to shift our view. And Larry says, Jesus is the footholds in each of the steps as we climb the mountain. Yes. And I feel that part of the reason we are to climb the mountain today was to see from Father's perspective. And as you look at that 360-degree place, um, everything that we might, might normally be stressed about, anxious about, feel overwhelmed about, um, is just falling away. Yeah, and I was really encouraged when, um, when Adina mentioned getting to the top of the summit. I imagined laying out and resting there, but then um, someone's question might be, well, then what? 
You know, like you, you tried so hard to get to the top, you get to the top and then what? But before that question kind of percolated, I just imagined myself transforming into this huge bird. And we're talking mm -hmm. about birds. And it made me think of uh, a lot of folks, a lot of times we're using this imagery of metamorphosis, how we're going to all be changed yeah. and going from the caterpillar and the caterpillar climbing up the tree and then becoming the butterfly. And so I was like, what's next is this adventure is one adventure. Yes. You get to the top of the yeah. mountain, but then when we're transformed, because at what point do you get there? And some folks will say, well, it's eternity. You'll, you'll never get there in one sense. But that can seem a little bit... Um, uh, what's the point? Well, yeah, what's the point? You know, am I always going to be struggling? And I was asking that the other day, just like, when do we get to a point, some type of milestone where we really are past a lot of the stuff that we've struggled with and become changed? And we're looking forward to that resurrection yes. of our body. Our body's grown for that. So this image of lying out, you get to the top, transformed, and then the bird flew down. So it's, it reminds me of John 3. Um, they are like the wind. You don't know where they're coming or where they're going. But we rise up with wings like eagles, and now mm -hmm. we're flying through the um, that that valley of wheat that Mike was talking about, and we're going. And now we have more power to do what? To just help someone below us on a rope while we're a caterpillar stuck to a tree or climbing up a mountain? No, we can fly, and we can go in like almost like the the eagles in the uh, the Tolkien series, yes. huge ones. We can rescue Gandalf and the and the <laughs> the hobbits and all them, and pull them from their places where they're in a detention or they're yes. they're stuck. And we can pull them out, and we can har the harvest here. Yes. Go into yeah. those fields and harvest in a whole new capacity. That's so That's good. good. And good. Lisa says, I climbed to the summit and an eagle as big as a horse flew by mm. and an angel was riding it and took mm. me for, uh, took me and the eagle ride. We will mount up as eagles. And then Larry and Debbie said, love frequency in any situation, Abba Father. Yeah. And then Marianne says, I see the eagles clothing us with robes of righteousness and the whisper is, Remember who you are. Yes. Oh, that is so good. Yes. Really love that. It's really good. Hmm. All right. Anyone else? Well, again, I just um, encourage everyone to be sending out that frequency of love, joy, and peace wherever you're at, and specifically over those people and situations that you see that are where people are hurting people or being hurt yeah. that we would just continue to push that out and you know if you're in a physical situation where you're right there in the middle of things you really need to ask the father so important to ask the father what you should do before you jump in and try to do something we really need to hear from the father how do we as kingdom restoration age people yep that's what i'm starting to call it now <laughs> i believe that is that is what this age is about. The next age is the Kingdom Restoration Age. And as if you are a Kingdom Restoration Age person, that uh, you would begin being the one, the change agent that comes in with the frequency to change things and that you're not doing things on your own, but you're asking the Father because you and the Father are one. And you, anyway, my mind went someplace on a symbiont being type situation, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you are one. You are one. So we, we need to be listening to what the Father has to say because he is the one with the wisdom. And the seven spirits, you know, engage with them. Um, four living creatures, four the living, 24 elders, yeah. the great cloud, cloud of, of witnesses. witnesses. <laughs> engage, engage, so engage. We need, to have, we need to realize that we are in the heavens already. Let's shift our focus there. Let's live from that position and refocus down here when we need to. All right. Last chance. Anybody else? All right. Well, we love you guys. Appreciate you so much. And um, keep sharing it, passing the word around. And, you know, if anybody hasn't heard, you can partner with us to help us continue. I need a really good uh, tech person that can get in here and get these things done. And I honestly think it's probably not necessarily the tech person, but a few upgrades that are going to be needed. <laughs> but, uh, you know, in God's time, all things will come. Yes. But if you can be just agreeing and engaging with us in that, we would love it. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, if you do want to partner with us, you can go to our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com, and uh, there's a place there for partnerships. And click on that and see how you can help us. All right. All right. Love you all. Bless Thank you. you so much. Blessings. We'll see you next time. Love you guys. Bye-bye.